Welcome to the world of music. Discover new music. Do you want to be the first to know? Pay attention. This is Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Harper. Oh, man, I'm excited about this one. The Kid is here. Nico the Kid in studio with me here on Dash Radio. How are you, brother? Amazing, amazing. How are you? Man, great to have you in here. I'm doing great. I'm uh, very excited to get into some of this music of yours. Uh, We were chatting it up a little bit before we went on air here and talking just about all the things that you've got your freaking hands in, man. Doing a lot. (laughs) Doing a lot. And you're making great music and you've been consistent, man, uh, over time here. And I love it. And I love the sound and what you've been been able to develop and like sort of where where things are going oh, thank for you, you man. thank so you yeah i'm excited that we're able to i'm excited that we're able to get you in here because i imagine two years from now i don't know if you'll still be answering my phone calls oh you come might on be at that. i'll always answer for you <laughs> oh man I we got that on record by the way we got that on record um you've got this brand new remix uh the miguel skywalker yep. song and you've yep. got the remix for it that you brought in here i'm excited to play that uh, but we're also going to play uh, the latest original that you put out called Thinking About You, uh, which has one of my favorite horn lines Classic. of all time. And we're going to get into that as well. But before we do that, man, tell me a little bit more about how this journey has started and how, how things have picked up. Because you're originally from Atlanta. Yeah. 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 So uh, I was born and raised in Atlanta, uh, started selling beats, I mean, in the early days of sound click i don't know if sound anyone click. remembers yeah. the sound click yeah. beats uh so i was doing that for the longest uh like in high school ended up dropping out of high school to just you know travel to new york miami la nice. uh, from atlanta and then um kind of got into the industry from there like oh, i don't want to be this beat maker anymore like mm-hmm. let's start making records um and started working with you know nappy roots uh Wow. Of, yeah, okay. like the first session yeah. I ever did at like 17, like, pro, you know, professional paid session, whatever, um, was with Nappy Roots, which is funny, and made their album. And then I was like, oh, this is how, you know, I can do this. <laughs> like, That's crazy, um, man. And then through that started, you know, I always had this love for dance music. So I was like, you know, after years of making other people's records, it's like, okay, time to make, you know, my own music. What was the first... Like, where did you start with the production side? Like, what was your first piece? Rudy Loops. Yeah, okay. (laughs) No, a friend uh, in high school made the mistake of showing me Fruity Loops. And I got obsessed. I got hooked. Like, I didn't hang out with anybody. I just stayed in my room on my e-machines and just made beats all day. I feel like that's such a... um, like that's such a uh, gateway drug. Yeah, no, it's right? the gateway like, drug for it music. Really it really is. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, I can paint with music. Yeah. Like, like it's insane. It's so easy. And like, you know, I I didn't pay for it at first. Uh, I'd pay for it now. <laughs> buy, buy your software. Uh, <laughs> um, Are you like, still using you can crack Are you still using FL Studio? I still, I still use it. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, I use everything. Like I got into Pro Tools and, you know, do that when I'm at studios. I'll, I'll like engineer most of my sessions. Uh, Logic. Ableton, everything, you know, from, uh, uh, I, I use uh, Studio One now, which is like a newer one. I don't know if you've heard of it. Mm. But, um, like, it's crazy. It's like Pro Tools, but better. Interesting. Um, and kind of, yeah, I got into everything. Like, I'm, I'm like a nerd at heart, so I get into everything. I can't, I can't like not try to learn it, you know. Right. Even like Photoshop, Premiere, <laughs> like After Effects, everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. even I even got into like Cinema 4D to make the background visuals. Oh, like wow. I hand animated my. If what? you come see my live show, like I 
hand drew like every frame of my with like, like logo, one of those splash, uh, with one of those like the Wacom tablets. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So I I try to do everything like. Can you, you know. can you change uh, the oil in a car, too? You do all that? Maybe maybe not the oil, but I'll fix the tire. I'll right. definitely change the there tire. There you go. There you go. Reset, reset the computer system. Yeah. I'll check know? if it needs oil. That's it. There you go. There you go. I mean, it, I feel like that's important these days, though, in our industry, because I think that, you know, I mean, now where things are so, you know, dependent on technology, yeah, you got to you, you be. You kind of, yeah, you kind of got to do it. Well, I, I, at least for me, like I just felt like anytime I'd hire something out, it would it would always come back and not be as good as like what I could do if I just put mm. my mind to it, you mm -hmm. know. So mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like, you know, if you want it done right, do it yourself. Yeah. At least for me, that's what that's what's worked. So yeah, you know, I just try to get into everything. I think too, it'll give you a better idea. You know, there's a lot of um, there are a lot of fellow creatives that listen mm -hmm. into the to yeah. the daily discovery, and so to me, I also find that you know. I can do a little bit of Photoshop. Yep. I can make my, you know, I can get yeah. get around and do I'd that. I say like with YouTube, it's like just do it yourself. Like like yeah. be your own. Like you can do everything yourself and like kick ass at it. You know. I think what it also does is it, if you can do the basics, yeah, then you can at least be able to make um, more informed decisions mm -hmm. about like when you bring somebody on. Oh, absolutely. Right, because if you yeah. bring somebody on, if I bring somebody on and you're a graphic designer, yeah. but I can do better than you in Photoshop, yeah. there's a problem. Exactly. I can't exactly. pay you, man. Yeah. No, there's no way. Exactly. You know? um, yeah, I think that that's right. Or same thing with like, you know, yeah, producing a, a music video mm -hmm. or, you know, anything. You know, it's like, I feel like that's where you, then we make better decisions once you know a little bit more about what happens Sort of behind the scenes. Yeah. No, right? I mean, that's the truth. That's. Do you like, do your own taxes? What's that? Do you do your own taxes? Have you gotten into any of that yet? Oh, my God. So I just got an accountant this year. Oh, but before you were doing before your own Before I was doing everything myself and right. it was a horrible mess. Right. Because, like, I got my first deal last year and it was, like, just nuts. So I had to, like, bring in the big guns this yeah. year to, like, actually help me because I'm, like, there's like okay when it comes to creative things I'm I'm good at learning all kinds of stuff when it comes to anything that has to do with being an adult or regular <laughs> life like I am handicapped I is swear it, it's, it's so bad your, everyone like everyone will make like my roommates will make fun of me for anything <laughs> like I'll I'll like burn eggs like I'll do, I can like I'll mess up laundry it doesn't matter I'll mess I'll mess it all up but when it you know when it comes to creative, comes stuff, to creative you got stuff, I got it. Like yeah. we're good. So, <laughs> isn't that also your like one liner on your Instagram? Like uh, I'm an adult. Oh yeah, or something yeah, exactly. Like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's funny. Yeah, because because every time like look, okay, so I mean back to like how the name even came. Um, when I like you know I was doing this since high school, so mm. I was always like the youngest dude in the room. Sure. Like uh, going into these sessions in New York and whatever, and. Um, like a friend of mine for some reason, I don't know how it came about, but he just like looked at me one day. He's like, if you're ever an artist, you should be Nico the kid. That'd be dope. Like, wow. <laughs> he's just like, cause you're, you're just a kid, man. And also right. like this dude was from uh, Maine. So he, they have like the new England slang. Okay. And they would, you know, they always call each the other kid. kid. Right, like, right, What's right. up kid? You know, whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of like, like, you know, more friendly. It's not just like that, but I don't know. It just stuck. I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> cool. <laughs> You're like, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Got that sorted out. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about the uh, the process of then going from messing around on Fruity Loops to then saying, you know, then getting this opportunity to be in the studio uh, with Nappy Roots. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, now you're producing music for other people. And then you said, all right, now I'm going to start doing this and making my own, my own music. Um, was that 
a scary transition? Was that there hard were, to do? So, yeah, there were times where, like, okay, as a producer, when you're working on another artist, it's like you go and listen to what they have, or if they're not, like, if they're a new artist, they have some kind of plan. Like, the creative, like, st- like idea is there already. So mm-hmm. you're that part of your, that creative part of your brain, like, doesn't even get used. You're mm-hmm. more of, like... You take what's there and help make it better, right? You know, whereas right. like if you're an, your own artist, like there's nothing, like right. you are, Completely you are slate. all of it, yeah. Right. So yeah. you have to start everything from the ground up, mm-hmm. and that is different. Like I wouldn't say, yeah, it's it, it's it's a little, it's a lot more scary because you know, it's like what path do I choose? Because sure, you, you got to pick a lane, especially right. as a producer. You're not you're not like a like you don't have a voice. I mean, unless you sing. Um, like you don't have a voice to show your personality. You have to show your personality through your sounds, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's like kind of weird because if you start going too far this way and then you change paths and you go this way and then back again this way, people are going to kind of like look at you like confused. They're not yep. going to buy into you because right, right. you need to be about something, right? Yep. Like, um, so yeah, I mean, it took me forever. It took me like years of like when I decided, hey, I want to be a DJ. I want to produce my music. I'm looking at these guys like playing like, really horrible tracks and like just you know touring the world i'm like okay if you're doing that i can do it you know um (laughs) right and obviously looking up to the you know idols like sure uh um yeah i don't know like there was a a period from when like i decided to when i figured it out of like Mm. oh wait this works you know and was there a lot of stuff where uh, i often say that you know, sometimes it's a, it's, you know, sort of a process of elimination. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. It's just oh, like, dude, oh, I, this I is kind of what I'm doing. You yeah. Know? I tried producing dubstep. I tried producing <laughs> like hard trap, you know, I mean, well, I come from like, that was like a little bit more natural for me. Cause I was mm. doing like, like Atlanta, like rap trap. I was trying to do like EDM trap, like overboard, you know, like electro house, like just ridiculous. Um, until I realized like what I was always coming back to was like soulful mm. uh like housier stuff because that's just what i listened to just for fun not yeah. even trying to like get inspired it was just inspiring me naturally you know yeah so i remember when i met with my manager uh three years ago i i was with akon at the time he was managing me um and i was making really commercial dance music progressive house like it was i mean it was i would say like i was proud of it but i was it wasn't like it wasn't you. it wasn't, you didn't feel it wasn't connected. me yeah right. it wasn't it wasn't right. honest like it wasn't like uh, in any way, like creative, like mm. you know, not to like shit on myself, or, right? You know? Right? No, <laughs> but, no, no, no. It's yeah. <laughs> I, I feel you though. I feel what you're saying. Yeah. And it's like then to me, I feel like it's it's empty. It's empty. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. And I remember when I met with my manager, I came in like first meeting. I was in New York. I went up, met with him. I was like, okay, because I I was like out of this uh, management situation. I was like kind of in between, so I was looking for someone to help. And I met with this guy, and. I like sat down. We had this whole long talk. Everything was good. He's like, all right, well, play me some tracks, you know? Um, so I started playing all these tracks, super hype, you know? I'm like, yeah, he's going to love this. He's going to mm. love this. I'm playing all these, like, like songs with Akon on it, songs that with all these different, you know, right. like big writers and stuff. And he was, like, looking at me, like, just, like, like next board right. like he was like fall, like like he was ready to be like all right yeah i'll, be in, I'll be in touch right, right, right. <laughs> i'll um, call you no i'm right, serious yeah. it was like i was like man why are you not like so i just kind of went back through the the folder of just mm. like stuff i was making at the time just for fun i was like nah whatever fuck it like i'll just play right i'll just play whatever and like his eyes lit up he's like wait this 
He's like, this is you. He's like, don't. He's like, Interesting. all that other stuff, that's you trying too hard. That's mm. you trying to be somebody else. Mm. This right here, this is something that, like, like this feels good. Like, that's real. And it was literally just, like, cool, like, house music tunes that I was just, ideas, demos, like, not even anything crazy. That's that's you know? really cool how that. I mean, honestly, yeah, because of that, him, like, know? I wouldn't have, like, had the balls to be like, oh, okay, let's do this right. sound. Like, all right, cool. Right. You know? Yeah, that takes some. Um, it's it's hard for you, you know. You mentioned that about like producers finding their voice. Yeah, right. And and how you find that through sound. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. I think like oftentimes, a, a lot of people. I listen to to artists. I listen to producers, and you can tell when it's authentic and when it's not. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you're just trying to fit the mold right now. Yeah. You're trying to ride a wave right yep. now, or like jump in on a sound that's popular right now. But that's. That's not you. You're not about that life. You're no. not about that. Sound, well, and I think the know? guys that end up lasting, I think it is. The, it's the longer road because mm. you're you're trying to, you know, there's it's the difference between like, yeah, riding a wave or like making your own wave right. that other people are gonna end up doing the same thing to right. you. So like, you win way harder. It may take longer. Like it's definitely the harder path, but like the reward is like a lifetime career of music. Like, Absolutely. Well, like that's what we all want. Like we just want to all eat, make honest music, and like. Just kick ass, you know. Yeah, and so, at the end of the day, you're just more proud of it. Exactly, right? So, like, how, like, how would you like? <laughs> even if you're having success, how are you gonna like sleep at night? And, like, I don't know. Yeah, this, like, that's not me. Or, or you're just not even playing your own music. Yeah, which like, is weird. No, too, yeah, right? that's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> people are playing your music, and you're just you feel so trapped, and you're yeah. just like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. Like, and I've got to hear it again, and I've got to keep playing over it. and over. Imagine touring like oh. nonstop, and then playing a song you didn't make. I don't know. I'm that not going to mention names, but I have some <laughs> friends that are stuck in that dilemma. And I'm talking like, yo, I'm talking 15-year career, 20-year career oh. dilemma type of stuff where, you know, maybe at that given point in time, or e- even even if it came from a more, you know, honest place, as, a, as an artist, you evolve. Oh, of course. And yeah. so, you know, looking back on that and being like, oh, but they want to hear that hit from when I was mm-hmm. in that one space no, you know what's crazy? I've, and, and I always had this idea of like big, you know, like big artists, right? Like you, you have these like these idols you look up to and you're like, oh, they just got it. Everything's Gucci. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like mm-hmm. shitting amazing mm-hmm. songs left and right. But like as I'm like, you know, getting more and more into the scene, like I'm becoming friends with certain people that I used to look up to. Like guys I used to really like idolize or right. like, like friends of mine or like I'll talk to them. And I'm learning like every day that like, that dilemma, like, yep. n- it never goes away. Nope. The whole, the, the day one dilemma of, like, what do I do next? Yep. That's always there. It never goes away. You just learn how to adapt. Like, like and it's, it actually gets probably harder. Yes. Imagine, Once like, having a catalog. huge sing- yeah, yep. a huge yep. song. Then you're like, oh, wait, I got to follow up. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's a yep. wrap, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, to your point, though, I think it really does come from, if you're making honest music mm-hmm. and you're making music that you're excited about, and you're more concerned with what that is and yeah. what that feels like. You know, we all make music for other people as well yeah. to, to be consumed by other people and whatnot. Yeah. But I think as long as you try to maintain this compass pointed yeah. in the direction that you want to go and you're not, you know, wavering too much from that, exactly. I think that, that there's success that can be had there. Exactly. You know? Yep. Um, I want to get into some of this music here. I actually want to start with, since you were talking about sort of this this feel-good vibe of what or whatnot, I want to get into uh, Thinking About You, your most recent single, your most recent original track. Yep, yep. Tell me a little bit more about this particular song 
um, before we play it here. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It started off as like. So I, I like to do this thing that I learned through, uh, like just reading and studying other producers. There's this guy Frank Dukes, who most like regular people don't know, but mm-hmm. in the music industry or producer world, he's like a god. He's mm-hmm. insane. He does like all the samples behind uh, like all these huge hip hop records, right. pop records, like, right? Um, and he he like makes it sound super old, as if it was like found on like this awesome. Vinyl golden record, like right? vinyl record yeah. that no one knows of that the guy like you know gave you from under the counter and like yep. a brown bag it's like that kind of like crazy sounds um so i kind of got inspired from that and i started making these like disco loops mm. like slow like 115 bpm like like using like i'd read up on how this stuff was made in the 80s and 70s like how they recorded the drums what keyboards what sounds like mm. how to make it sound older i would even like i set up a vcr and would like run stuff through the VCR. Word? I sort of got wow. Yeah. And then like run it Where back the hell in did to you get find the tape, a VCR? Like, like my mom's uh, garage. <laughs> oh, Literally, nice, and nice, I sort of got just nice. went home, grabbed the old VCR, and I flew it back to LA with me. Nice. Um, and uh, like all just all these little techniques, and I would make like I literally had this whole folder of like these like disco funk like crazy little sounds and i'll just nice. go back to it and that this song started with one of those loops it was like a little key you know the, the chords in the background and it's just the front half of one of these like songs i had laying around mm. and I, I just looped like like a one or like a two bar chord progression and yep. that loops a whole song just keeps going hmm. it's underneath everything filters nice. in and out all that and then drums everything and then one day i was driving uh uh, through Beverly Hills, and I was like listening to you know it was like a sunny day, it was like really beautiful. I'm like okay, put on uh, Spodiotti Delicious and such a great record. Yeah, those horns come on, and that's like one of my favorite songs. Like I grew up on Outcast, mm-hmm. you know, from Atlanta. It's only mm-hmm. right. Um, and it, just that horn line was stuck in my head. Yeah. So I was at home. Work, you know, pull that. That was what I was working on at the time. You know, so that's the first project I opened when I got home. Right. And I just start whistling the thing over it. And I'm like, okay, it's a different key, but this works. So I'm like, wait, hold on. And it starts working in that key. Uh. So then I pull out like these like cheesy brass samples and I, I like, drew it out. And then I met this dude, a friend of mine who uh, is like a film exec at Lionsgate, but has this like ridiculous like just the craziest trumpet skills ever huh yeah he just does it for like for fun like he's a beast and he plays on all kinds of records like pell like all Mm. kinds of shit like he's he's insane um and uh he came over uh and laid down laid it down for real and it sounded like i was like wait okay this is something yeah and then i sat on that record for a year i've been playing that song out all the time like at live shows yeah, and stuff like yeah. that yeah like i like literally after every set some at least one person would come up to me and be like what was that one song where you put the outcast horns in right. what is that right like i can't find it i shazammed it i can't find it and i'm like Shh, just wait yeah we need to get it cleared yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we ended up uh get outcast let us use it they're like cool all good that's incredible man yeah that's incredible uh such a classic horn line you guys are about to hear it right here right now this is uh nico the kids newest single newest original here thinking about you uh this features tia simone yeah on the record too oh right? yeah, yeah yeah so okay so she uh is uh i met her here in la mm-hmm. through um these djs in atlanta they used her on a track uh to do these like crazy like this this girl can sing like mm. she's got the craziest pipes too so is she from atlanta she's from here no she's from here but, okay uh, my friends from atlanta uh, used her on the track hit yeah. me up 
to record her for one of their songs. <laughs> so I, they like threw me some cash and right. like introduced me to her. She came over, I recorded it, and then I was like, wait, hold on, can we just like write some more stuff? So <laughs> she was actually like like uh she had some like voice notes of things. Um and it was just one of the lines in her voice notes, mm. I think. And then I just chopped up one little bar of it and then that became the thinking about you. Incre- <laughs> incredible, so, man. Just the whole thing came together like that, like just by accident. You know? I love it. I love it. We're going to play it here now on Dash Radio. Uh, this is Thinking About You. My man Nico the Kid hanging out. Do not go anywhere. More in just a few. Think about, man, that horn line, I can't get enough of that horn oh, line, man. man. It's so good. Me neither. So, Honestly, it's so just, it's good. It's just the best thing. Oh, it's really one of the the best horn lines. Like ever created. Ever created. Yeah. Seriously. In recent time, for sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. 
Um, that was thinking about you, Nico the Kid, hanging out with us here in studio on Dash Radio. Uh, we were just chopping it up about all sorts of like little techniques and things that you're doing uh, to sort of find that sound. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, just the challenge that comes with that. And one of the so- one of the next songs I want to play is a recent release from you is a remix of um, Skywalker. Yeah. And I want to ask you, as a producer and somebody who produces original music as well, this idea of remixing, I have my own opinion about yeah. it, but I don't want to, I'm like, I want to, like, I want to ask you, yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. hear your story behind it because I have my own theories, mm-hmm. but tell me why, why remix, why continue to remix songs when you're now also creating original music? So for me, it helps. Well, one, if it's a record I really like, mm-hmm. um, it just like. It's really fun, honestly. Yeah, like, right. like you get to take something that you hear every day, anyways, and then like you get to put your spin on it, and then like especially if it's an official remix, yep. like like I was lucky enough to to like get that from Miguel, and like they like their team loved it, and it's the only remix right now for that mm-hmm, song. Mm-hmm. Like it just kind of like fell into my lap, and like I love the I love Miguel's music in general. Like yes. I always loved his music. Yeah, it's insane. for sure. Um, so I was like, yes, please, let's do it. Like. And like this song definitely is more like the Nico the Kid sound with the stabs and all that the chords, mm-hmm. um, uh, but like it just it just kind of worked perfectly. Like the tempo even is like not the right kind of tempo to remix for mm-hmm. a house record, but mm-hmm. it still works somehow. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but yeah, like to me, it's like you get to take something that is already great and just make a different. Like, it's not about beating it or making it better. Just do your own thing with it. 100%. You know? And I I can't say more about that side of it. To me, I feel like remixing tracks is an art in its own right. Yeah. There are some really horrible remixes oh God, that yeah. should not even be called <laughs> yeah. remixes because no, no. it makes it makes, <laughs> it makes the word oh, sound yeah. bad. No, you exactly, know? yeah. Um, but I think when you have somebody who really takes remixing to heart and says, let me figure out how I find my sound and find a way to still maintain the original groove of the, the yeah. original yep. and the essence of the original, but make it different. Put it in a different category so that this song gets played in in other yeah, scenarios. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, like I think there's a real art to that. Yeah, I think like because I think when I first started as like okay, I'm gonna do Nico the Kid as a DJ. Like here's my like kind of came up with a sound and I had all these demos sitting around. How I first started was through getting remixes. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think I come from like the remix world, if that makes sense. Even yep. when I'm making originals, like. I'll record to a track and then, and then literally delete the beat yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then remix the track we made. Like yeah. it's, I always do that. So yeah. pretty much everything I do is basically a remix always. You right. Know? Right. Um, I don't know. I think it just lets you like, that lets me be more creative with chords and stuff to mm. like, you accidentally hit one chord under like a part of the vocal that might not even be in the right like mode or something. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, Oh wait, what? Oh, okay. That's weird. Yeah. That's different. Like, and then people hear it, and they don't know the whole process. They sure. just hear the final thing. They're like, "Wow, that that's like cool. How'd you think of that?" Like, yeah, like I had well, a Beyonce track. It was, it was track an accident. Under that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's so interesting because I do believe that that's a very interesting process. Questlove just put out a book uh, recently, and talking about um, you know, the quest for creativity and this and that, and 
to me, one of the things that he said that I was really surprised by is the fact that he said by being on The Tonight Show mm. and The Roots now being the backing band for The Tonight Show, he feels like they've been forced to be even more creative. Right. And one would look at that gig and be like, oh, The Roots are selling out. Yeah. Oh, The Roots are now not creative. And now they're yeah. just the house band. And, this yep. and he's basically saying, no, this is actually forcing us to be more creative. Yeah. And I would argue that sometimes with with when remixing a song mm -hmm. that's already a great song, it forces you to have to like like think figure even it out. further yeah. outside the box right. or be even more yeah like on your game yeah yeah. And there needs to be there's an approval process right. Yep. It's oh, there's yeah. you know then people that you want to not you know you don't want to insult anybody mm -hmm. by like turning in something that's just like hey I took your yeah. track and completely butchered it yeah exactly you know? yeah. And yet at the same time, you'd also want to, you got to work within certain guidelines. Oh right? yeah. There's like, there's a whole process to it. Like it, like most of the time it'll come from the label that the artist is signed to. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that you have the A&R that, you know, handles the remixes mm -hmm. and he has to think it's cool. You're right. And then he sends it to the artist, the A&R of the artist and right. he has to think it's cool. And then yep. the A&R sends it to the artist and the artist has to think it's cool. Yep. Or their manager yep. or their girlfriend or their dog sitter, <laughs> like everybody. So like you get all these opinions. Right. And then, I mean, luckily with this one, I, it was yes, 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 yes. Done. Like there was no like, no oh, change back. this. Hey, right. I think the only thing I got was like, hey, can you make the second drop or can you make the drop like half as long? It's too long. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, right. I could do that. My bad. Yeah, no. right, right, right. <laughs> like, Not a big no. deal. I can do that. Yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't crazy. It wasn't like, hey, yeah, no, we love it. But can you change everything about it, please? That'd be great. <laughs> it wasn't like that. But that happens a lot. Like, yeah. And it sucks, especially like even with originals, like having to, you know, labels will, will like throw you off your whole creative process if mm. you don't play it right, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um but luckily with that one, I mean, it was just like, yeah, cool. All right. I also think that there comes a time too, and this going back to what we were saying earlier about finding your authentic voice, yeah. right? I think that when you found your authentic voice and you're confident behind it, and that yeah. is, you know, hey, this is uniquely me, then I think it's easier to go into a meeting and, and somebody says, hey, can you change this? And you'd be like, no. That's not me. I can't. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. me, and if you don't like this part of it, cool. I believe in it. If you don't, that's no, fine. Honestly, like that's how you have to think. It, it took me the longest time to figure that out because it was always like I'm one of those people where naturally if someone's like, hey, can you change this or or do something? I'll be like, yeah, sure. Let me try to please you. Right. Like like a people pleaser. Yeah. But at some point you got to be like, this is what it is. Like, you got to Kanye it. You Kanye it. Yeah, I, mean, right. I think that's why he's so successful. You know, he's unapologetic. Unapologetic. You know? He may be getting a to lot a of flack for it to right now. You know, I mean, literally to a fault. You know, but, but I'm not sure if you watched the TMZ thing. Yeah. Oh, I oh saw. My oh, God. I, man, I saw it. I definitely saw. I saw it a couple times. We definitely talked about it on oh, air. It's outrageous. Uh, but but at the same time, you you know, the thing is, he's not afraid to stand up and say, There's "This is what I it, believe." Honestly, in. yeah. You know? I mean, it's why he's Kanye. Like, he, there's he, only one Kanye. I mean, come on. He you doesn't. Know? He's that's. He is who he is. Yeah, absolutely, man. I want to play uh, the Skywalker remix here. We'll, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more with Nico the Kid. Do not go anywhere. You are tuned into Dash Radio.
Take a shot, make a friend, just enjoy the moment. I'm Luke Skywalking on these haters. Celebrate every day like a birthday. Good things come to those that wait up. But don't wait to jump in too long. Don't sleep, you gotta stay up. Don't, don't sleep, you gotta stay up. I could listen to that all day. Nico the Kid Thank is you. here hanging out with us. Uh, that last one, you obviously recognize the original song, uh, Miguel Skywalker, which we play here on Dash quite a bit. We got to add this into the rotation now and get the Nico the Kid remix in rotation. Uh, man, it's been a pleasure having you here. Oh, thank you, man. Likewise. And uh, such great vibes and such great music that you're working on. We're very excited about the things to come. Uh, let people know what's what's coming up. for you. Uh, A bunch of new music yep. um, and a new project that I'm developing right I, now. I love this. Yeah. I don't know how much we can talk about it but it's kind of a secret okay but it's you shall in, see it, yeah yeah you shall see yes. and then um yeah no just a bunch of uh bunch of new originals like it's gonna start 
doing you know release after release starting you know starting with this new uh think about you you know i love it man yeah. i love it um it's such a pleasure having you here in studio everybody uh you can listen back to this entire interview up on my website hopperworld.com we've got links back to all of nico the kids stuff as well and you're just nico the kid on everything on everything yeah. uh, except for twitter nico makes beats because that go. was that's you know had twitter since that day, was old day that was one. old school old nico <laughs> that, that, <laughs> i miss the old nico. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> oh man um very excited about what's to come for nico the kid uh stay tuned for all of that obviously stay tuned for all more music here on dash radio i usually i usually like to end things this way uh music is life and life is good we'll see you guys tomorrow